Now, this is an article I've been wanting to talk about for a while now. World Economic Forum pushes digital ID system that will determine access to services. Yes, this is exactly what it sounds like. It is the social credit system that is gonna be implemented here in the West, and it's gonna be starting in Canada. Hello everyone, I'm Ian Kay and you are watching The Great Reset. Now the social credit system is something I've talked about several times before. It is something that should scare the ever living piss out of you because it is going to determine what you can and cannot do with your life, what you can and cannot buy and what access to resources you will potentially have. This article comes from Reclaim the Net. This digital ID proposal is outlined in a report titled Advanced Digital Agency, The Power of Data Intermediaries, and builds upon a digital ID framework that the WEF has published previously. Now, I will make sure that a link is posted to the PDF file so you can go and check it out for yourself. It's like 48 pages, and quite frankly, I can't cover everything in that document. It would take a very long time, so I highly suggest you go and read it on your own. Under this framework, the WEF proposes collecting data from many aspects of people's everyday lives through their devices, telecommunications networks, and third-party service providers. And this is the reason why data privacy is so freaking important. It is supposed to limit these types of actions. In theory, hopefully. Now, I've said this before and I'll say it again. When I talk about PRISM and how the government was collecting data on people, they were saying they're not listening to your phone calls. We're just collecting the metadata. Well, it's this very metadata that is going to be used against you in the future because they're going to know what you're doing and when you're doing it and who you're doing it with. The West suggests that this data collection dragnet would allow a digital ID to scoop up data on people's online behavior, purchase history, network usage, credit history, biometrics, names, national identity numbers, medical history, travel history, social accounts, e-government accounts, bank accounts, energy usage, health stats, education, and more. Much, much more. Think about it. All this data is me collected and housed and associated with this digital ID. And that means anybody who goes and looks up the ID will know everything there is to know about you. Once this digital ID has access to this huge, highly personal data set, the WEF proposes using it to decide whether users are allowed to own and use devices, open bank accounts, carry out financial online transactions, conduct business transactions, access insurance, treatments, book trips, go through border control between countries or regions, access third-party services that rely on social media logins, file taxes, vote, collect benefits, and more. Much, much more. The thing that is so absolutely frightening about all this is that this is a bunch of unelected bureaucrats making these decisions. Think about it. If you need to have a life-saving operation and you don't have the right opinions or the right politics or you own certain things that they don't like, like firearms, you could be denied a life-saving operation. This is all about control. And the sad part about it is it's already being implemented in Canada, and we'll get to that. 
Now, this diagram has been lifted from the World Economic Forum PDF document, which I do have pulled up right here. And let's go and take a look at some of the things that they have here. So they have healthcare for users to access insurance, treatment to monitor health devices, wearables, to care providers to demonstrate their qualifications, financial services, to open bank accounts, carry out online financial transactions, food and sustainability. Again, there's that word sustainability for farmers and consumers to verify provenience of produce to enhance value and traceability in supply chain, travel and mobility. Now think about this. They want to limit your ability to go and get around. Book trips go through border controls between countries or regions. Humanitarian response to access services to demonstrate qualifications to work in a foreign country. Telecommunications to monitor devices and sensor transmitting data such as energy usage, air quality, and traffic congestion. So it seems like they have telecommunications in here twice. For users to own and use devices for service providers to monitor devices and data on the network. E-government. For citizens to access and use services, file taxes, vote, collect benefits. Social platforms. For social interactions to access third-party services that rely on social media logins. And let me scroll down and get the final one, which is e-commerce to shop, conduct business transactions and secure payments. Now, here comes the big lie. They're going to tell you it's all about convenience and that's how they're going to sway people to sign up for this, because let's be honest, it's a lot easier to sucker people in willingly than it is to go and force them. Well, of course, if you do it at birth, you know, then you basically have a captive audience. But for those people who have not signed up for it, it's going to be all about the convenience factor. Shopping on Amazon, checking your bank account, maybe scheduling a surgery. But no, like I said, that's the big lie. What they're going to be using it for is controlling every aspect of your life. All you have to do is read between the lines because they're not going to tell you outright. In this advancing digital agency, the Power of Data Intermediaries report... The West positions the digital ID framework as part of the solution to a trust gap in data sharing and notes that vaccine passports, which were mandated across the world during the COVID-19 pandemic, do by nature serve as a form of digital ID. And yes, this is how they've been trying to backdoor the digital ID using the vaccine passports. And where have we seen this? Well, for one, in Canada, that's the very thing that the truckers were protesting against. And again, I'll get in more detail about the whole thing with the digital ID being implemented in Canada, but they've been trying to use it in Europe as well, which they've had protests wanting to stop these things. And they're probably going to get it in place one way or another. It's just a matter of time, unfortunately. The WEF also praises the way vaccine passports have allowed governments to harvest data from populations without notice and consent. At a collection level, vaccine data is an incredible public health asset. The United Kingdom government in particular has acknowledged this and has suggested that anonymization, pseudonymization, and data shielding techniques could be harnessed in controlled environment to allow for the reuse of that highly sensitive data. In such cases, notice and consent is not required per se for the reuse of the data, but the intermediary process the data undergoes must be done in a controlled environment so that findings of the data set 
are made available rather than the data itself. Okay, so in a nutshell, what they're saying they're going to do, and the reason why they can say they can do it without people's consent, is that they're going to go and remove any kind of personal identifying information, such as your name, your address, your phone number, or your government-issued ID number. Additionally, the web provides a specific example of how digital IDs could be used to authenticate a user by using fingerprints, a password, or digital verification technology, and decide whether they should grant access to a bank loan by judging their profile, which may include their biometrics, name, national identification number, and history, which may include their credit, medical, and online purchase history. And again, this example right here is also in the WEF documentation. Authentication. Processes that determine if authenticators used fingerprints, passwords to claim an identity are valid. Sometimes digital identity goes beyond authentication. Authentication is a security process that compares attributes to confirm a claim. In principle, there is no need to know who the person is. In digital identity, there may be a need to link the person to their identity, and that may require identity verification technologies. Now, let me kind of explain a little bit about what they're talking about. The idea of going in identifying somebody or an organization, uh, a really good example of this is SSL certificates. You know, when you go to a website and you see the little lock on there, it just means your data is being secure. Now, back in the day, there was only a few companies that would uh, basically issue these certificates. VeriSign and Thought was another one. And what they would do is that they would actually go and verify the person or the company buying the SSL certificate because these were very secure things. Now, today, it's a little bit more looser. You can go and pay less money for a certificate and have it secure your website. But back then, they were really going and verifying who you say you were so you know that you could trust that website, specifically when you're going and doing you know, something like e-commerce and going and buying a product. So that's essentially what they're talking about here. Going through that process of identifying the person that says who they are. This is something that most of the time we don't have to do when we go and log online like social media or open up a um, Amazon account. They don't go through that length of going and verifying the person who is going and opening that account. It is a very intrusive process. Profile may include inherent data attributes such as biometrics or assign attributes such as names or national identifier numbers, history, credit or medical history, online purchase behaviors, inferences, judgments or decisions made based on authentication process, profiles and histories, bank decides the attractiveness of an individual for a loan. Now, it does make sense if you're a bank, you want to know who's opening an account. You want to make sure that they are a valid person and that person is who they say they are. But that's not what is being used here. That's not the purpose of this digital ID or, the, or having verification of this personal information. No, it's judging whether they should be able to give you a bank account or not. It's not just about, hey, they're a credit risk for this loan. It's, no, their ESG score is too low. We're going to pass on giving you a loan. That's what this is all about.
The WEF goes on to suggest that digital IDs will allow for the selection of preference and the making of certain choices in advance and ultimately paves the way for automated decision making where a trusted digital assessment automates permission for people and effectively manages their data across different services to overcome limitations of notice and consent. What a freaking bureaucratic nightmare. I mean, think about it. At least with a person and they get something wrong, you can basically appeal and have somebody else go and check it out. But here, it's being done by a machine? Well, once the decision's made, it's pretty much final. I mean, just look at the problems with YouTube at times when something gets flagged and you have to have a human go and review it. I mean, I imagine they hopefully would have the very same process, but it's just going to add another bureaucratic layer to things. This push for an evasive digital ID system from the WEF follows its proposing other similar surveillance systems, such as turning your heartbeat into a digital ID. Throughout the pandemic, the WEF has consistently advocated for vaccine passports and digital ID. And this next paragraph is stuff we've already talked about. The WEF is the proponent of the Great Reset, transhumanism, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Governments and private corporations are increasingly embracing digital IDs. Some governments are also pushing a similar notion. Social credit style apps that monitor citizens' behavior and rewards them for engaging in state approved actions. Now, let's quickly talk about Canada. This is something that is being implemented. And if you actually go and search Reclaim the Net and look for digital ID, you're going to find several articles that are going to be talking about this. Canadian bank champions WEF proposed digital IDs. Eight countries teaming up to form digital ID groups. You can see Trudeau right there. And this latest one right here, following Canada's government embracing of digital IDs. Sadly, it seems that Canada and Australia are the test beds for these types of policies. In Canada, preparations are underway to introduce digital personal identification documents. Security concerns have not been enough to persuade as many as 68% of citizens to reconsider embracing the impending rollout of the digital IDs. Despite the poor record of similar technologies during the COVID years, only 39% of Canadians polled by the Digital Identity and Authentication Council of Canada, DIACC, say they are extremely concerned for the safety of their online personal data. Other surveys show that as many as 83% think it's wise to trust the government to keep data secure, as 81% trust financial institutions. It's unclear if these results were obtained before or after Canada's government decided to punish citizens by cutting them off from their bank accounts for participating in a civil protest. Like I said, for the most part, they're not going to have to go and force this on people. They will willingly embrace it. This is Ian signing off. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. 
You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been approved by Neil Young. Please consider canceling the responsible parties. Here's a list. Do you know what's fascist? When truckers refuse to deliver products to the ruling class. That's what the dictionary says. I swear. The continued war on drugs will require the distribution of free crack pipes. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.